Well, praise the Lord, brothers and sisters, prayer partners, we come together one more time. It's because I love the Lord that I'm here, and I pray it's because you love the Lord, too, that you're here. And to know that 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 tells us that my grace is sufficient for you. We thank God for his word. I'd like to read my devotion um, today that we both hear and our faith be increased and that we will continue to stand on God's promises. And the devotion reads as follows. The other day I was riding home after a hard day's work. I was very tired and deeply depressed when quickly and as suddenly as a lightning bolt, the verse came to me, my grace is sufficient for you. When I arrived home, I looked it up in the word and it finally came to me this way. My grace is sufficient for you. My response was to say, yes, Lord, I should think it is. Then I burst out laughing. Until that time, I had never understood what the holy laughter of Abraham was. This verse seemed to make unbelief totally absurd. I pictured a thirsty little fish who was concerned about drinking the river dry, with Father River saying, Drink away, little fish, my stream is sufficient for you. I also envisioned a mouse afraid of starving after seven years of plenty. When Joseph says to him, Cheer up, little mouse, my granaries are sufficient for you. Again, I imagined a man high on a mountain peak, saying to himself, I breathe so many cubic feet of air every year. I am afraid I will deplete all the oxygen in the atmosphere. But the earth says to him, breathe away, filling your lungs forever. My atmosphere is sufficient for you. O people of God, be great believers. Little faith will bring your souls to heaven, but great faith will bring heaven to your souls. His grace is great enough to meet the great things, the crushing waves that overwhelm the soul, the roaring winds that leave us stunned and breathless, the sudden storms beyond our life's control. His grace is great enough to meet the small things, the little pinprick troubles that annoy, the insect worries buzzing and persistent, the squeaking wheels that grate upon our joy. There is also a large balance of credit, always a large balance of credit to our account in the bank of heaven. It is waiting for us to exercise our faith, to draw upon it, draw heavily, prayer partners, heavily on God's resources. His grace is sufficient. Father, we just thank you and we ask you, Lord, as we pray individually and collectively, Lord, that we be mindful that your grace is sufficient. Though the battles be raging, Father God, Lord, we know, hallelujah, that the battle is yours. It is not ours. May we rest in you and your unmerited favor, Father, and be mindful that your grace is sufficient. We'll be so careful, Father God, to believe all things by faith, Lord, that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ask in our mountaintop experiences and in our valley experiences. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Prayer partners, I thank you. I love you, Lord. Prayer partners, I love you too. And I pray that we will continue to be mindful that God is keeping us. And may the Lord watch between us while we're absent one from another. Remember, prayer changes things. Until next time, this is Sister Karen Civils. Thank mm-hmm. you.
friends and listening audience. The name of this podcast is Prayer Changes Things, and my name is Karen Sibbles. They call me Sister Karen. I thank God for another opportunity to come before you and to just bless the name of the Most High God and to invite him into this podcast. And we pray that we'll be blessed as we open up the scriptures and we pray and we seek God and his caring presence. And we seek God for answers about how much he cares about us and some of our doubts that we may have, we pray, will disappear as we continue to just uh, draw nearer to the Lord in um, Scripture and in prayer. And so without um, saying much more, let us pray. Father, you tell us that your caring presence is with us always, Lord, and you promised, Father God, that you will be our God throughout our lifetime until our hair turns white with age. Father, you made us, and you said you will care for us, and you will carry us along, and you will save us, according to Isaiah 46 and 4. So we're asking you to have your way, Lord. Open up the scriptures, Lord, and open up our minds and our hearts, Lord, to be more caring, Father God, and to understand what your plan is, for us, Lord, regarding our understanding of caring and how to care more. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, praise God, the seeds of compassion, friends, and concern are buried in the human heart. And when need appears or tragedy strikes, those seeds grow to fruition quickly Anyone with a sense of humanity is ready and willing to help another in dire need. Call it love, concern, compassion, or care. It is our willingness to reach out, provide for others in a time of need, share with them, comfort them, and just be with them. 
But among Christians, there is a heightened sense of caring. The very term brothers and sisters in Christ suggests a richer, deeper relationship that transcends blood relationships. Praise God. Let's talk about a caring heart. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, we can find this. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and care for it. A caring heart was made in the Garden of Eden in the very first person on earth. God instilled a sense of caring for his creation in the first person on earth. And caring began in Eden and has been an essential part of humanity ever since. A caring spirit comes from the heart of God. And a spirit of caring is a part of family responsibility. Let us go to the book of Deuteronomy in the Old Testament, chapter 1, verse 31. And we'll find this. And you saw how the Lord your God cared for you again and again here in the wilderness, just as a father cares for his child. Friends, father and mother's love is a caring love. As God models parental love, he at the same time models parental care. A loving spirit is at the same time a caring spirit. We thank God for caring spirits. And a spirit of caring can apply not only to people, but to the work we do for God and the things we use in that work. We go to the Old Testament and stay in there, praise God, for another verse. Let's go to 1 Chronicles chapter 9, verse 28. And we'll find this. Some were assigned to care for the various utensils used in worship. They checked them in and out to avoid any loss. If we come to the New Testament, to the book of John, chapter 2, verse 16, we'll find this. Get these things out of here. Don't turn my father's house into a marketplace. We know that's Jesus talking. God expects his people to care for his house, the church, and all that is in it. To neglect God's house is to reveal an uncaring spirit for God himself. Let us pray. Father, surely your goodness and your unfailing love will pursue us all the days of our lives. And in times, Father, of adversity, Father, when we need help and we need strength, God, you're the one who is our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. And Father, in times of protection and safety, we know that you order your angels to protect us wherever we go. And so, Father, we're asking you to help us as we continue to honor you, Father, and to understand your care for us, Lord, and how it is that we as Christians should be caring for each other. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. The Word of God says, Commit your work to the Lord, and then your plans will succeed. Caring about your work 
brings about excellence and sets an example to others of a job well done. God's care for us, friends, is the model of our care for others. If we go to Ezra chapter 8, verse 23, we'll find this. We fasted and earnestly prayed that our God would take care of us, and he heard our prayer. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, we find this. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about what happens to you. Friends, a good exercise would be to make a list of all the ways God cares for us and then try to model this same kind of care towards others. I'm going to try that. Praise God. The list, I'm sure, will, my goodness, far surpass what I could even imagine thinking about how good God is and how much he cares for me. And then to turn that around and and to ask myself, how much do I care for others? Not to be in competition with God, but to be his child and to want to be like him. To be a Christian is to be like Christ. Friends, our loving care must reach beyond our own family to orphans and widows and other people in need. The book of James Chapter 1, verse 27, we can find pure and lasting religion in the sight of God our Father means that we must care for orphans and widows in their troubles and refuse to let the world corrupt us. Friends, through God's plan of salvation, he lovingly helped us to do what we could not do on our own. Through his plan for provisions, he expects us to be lovingly and to do for the needy what they cannot do on their own. Let us pray. God, you take care of us. And God, you care about our troubles. And you send your angels to protect us, Lord. God, you're close to us who call upon you. You're close to all who call upon you. And you bring good out of bad circumstances. And Father, you tell us that we are to give our worries to you for you care about us. And so, Lord, I pray as you care about us, Lord, we care about others in return. And be, Father God, Lord, an example, Father, of what it is like to be a child of the Most High God. As you care for us and watch over us, Lord, we pray that we do the same for each other. And I'm believing, Father God, Lord, that we will be better Christians, better friends, better parents, better neighbors, and even better citizens, Father, of the country where we live, but above all, better citizens in your kingdom, Almighty God. So have your way, Lord. We'll be so careful to give you the praise you the glory and you the honor as we continue, Father God, to be mindful about your care for us and our care for others. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Can't nobody do us like Jesus. 
Hallelujah. He's a loving father. Amen. Well, that's about it for today. I pray that the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Remember, prayer changes things. It surely is changing me, and I pray it's changing you too. Until next time. Blessings. Blessings.